The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before yeah. a wedding should I send How out many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to playoffs. check email Best on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the building and implementation of a successful SEO agency. Joining us is Jesse Tutt, who is the founder and CEO of Guru SEO and Web Development Services, which is a team of experts offering web design, web development, search engine optimization, Google My Business optimization, content ads, and auditing services. And today, Jesse and I are going to discuss building a successful SEO agency. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Jesse Tutt, the founder and CEO of Guru SEO and Web Design Services. Jesse, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks so much for the invite, Ben. Yeah, excited to have you here and talk a little bit about uh, your area of success. Uh, first and foremost, you have an agency that does a whole bunch. You're not only doing uh, search engine optimization focused on local business, you can do some advertising, uh, but you're doing web development and, and search as well. Talk to me a little bit about the formulation of your agency. How'd you get into the business and, and how were you able to scale? Absolutely. So yeah, basically I'm a, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I started basically with a software development company, then moved on to a virtual tour company, then a mattress company, and then now basically kind of progressed into an SEO agency or organically by working with all of the, within the companies and my IT background, 
I've basically been working with people that do marketing. And this past, my previous company, the mattress company, was actually an e-com website. And so, yeah, we ended up taking it and uh, uh, ranked it up to around 40,000 visitors a month. And through that, started to, to learn some of the tips and tricks and studying. And uh, clearly, my with an IT background, a lot of this and a uh, very analytical mindset, I started testing things and uh, found some things that worked. I ended up ranking for some search prizes from a competitor. And the competitor's marketing director actually was talking to the owners and, and they were complaining about me at the time. And so what happened was... Uh, and it just, you know, uh, just some basic frustration around around rankings. So the story goes, basically, yeah, he, he called me up when he left that organization and asked if I could help him with one of his clients. And then really, that was the kind of the foundation of the services that the agency started to provide. And we grew from one SEO client and then basically, yeah, just keep on adding them every month now. It's interesting. You know, I feel like most of the time when I talk to agency owners that are in SEO, they started working in agencies at a college or they were hustling and learned internet marketing and started bringing on clients and the agency started to scale. You've actually had a little bit of a different background where you were an in-house marketer. And it sounds like you worked in a couple of diverse industries. Uh, you mentioned mattresses and what was the other one? Software development and then vir- virtual tours. Software development. Yeah. And I've also worked in IT for uh, one of Canada's largest organizations in the IT department as well. And so broadly, a lot of different skill sets. Not a lot of connection or correlation between mattresses, virtual tourism, and, and IT. How do you think that skill set sort of having worked and, and bounced around a little bit and had some early successes as an entrepreneur helped you be successful when you moved into a services business? Sure. I think the brunt of it is customer service, managing teams, innovating quickly, and then being open to change and, and really kind of developing and honing an innovation skill set. That's really my expertise is finding business problems and finding solutions to actually to speed up the delivery of those processes and or automate them fully. And so, yeah, behind the scenes, I'm definitely a technology junkie and really just love finding business problems like rankings, like competing with competitors that are at times potentially larger or stronger from a, a, you know, in this case, a domain rating perspective. And finding ways to actually compete, obviously within a budget. And so, yeah, like ironically, they all kind of come together. You know, how do you delegate? How do you quickly expand? How do you build up relationships with different business owners? How do you present findings, speak with them, negotiate different, you know, contracts and whatnot? Sounds like it's disparate skill sets, but that is actually all very, very needed and necessary when you're starting up a brand new uh, digital marketing agency. So give me the formula for success here. You had somebody come to you and say, hey, you kicked my butt in the last go round. Now I want you on my team. That's the beginning of your agency. How were you able to get from that point to scale? So I'm a huge fan naturally with my previous companies, starting small and incrementally growing. And so the the initial you know strategy really for the first few months was simply, hey, like how can I build out a network of different people that I know, you know, from a contract perspective that I actually can do this part-time and out-task. And so I basically built out a network of out-tasking groups and different different providers on a whole variety of different, uh, you know, sources like, your, you know, your standard, all these different out-tasking solutions, and then started to build up enough relationship that I could connect directly with them. And then as time progresses, I started uh, basically using them more and more and more a lot and then to augment my knowledge because I, I'm certainly an expert in many areas, but not all. And then as time progresses, I, I hired internal resources, uh, which didn't take too long. And so now I think we've got around 10 full-time P 
people right now working within the team. And so, yeah, it's been it's been growing rapidly. And so I think, you know, start starting small, out tasking, and then as time progresses that you find that you're getting enough demand that you can actually warrant and justify a full-time resource, augmenting those out tasking resources with full-time resources. And yeah, I mean, really, I think that's what every organization does that's online for the most part, but that, that's how we've scaled. Really finding really strong task management solutions, making sure that the service that we're providing to our customers is extremely clear and transparent. And so I think reporting and, and transparency is a gap in our competitors. So Jesse, I want to ask you a question. And honestly, this is something that we're going through here. My company manages five podcasts right now, uh, the Voice of Search being one of them. And we've basically relied entirely on a distributed workforce, task workers, uh, you know, contractors that are spread around the world. You made the transition from micro-tasking out your workforce to hiring internally. What made you make the jump to hiring internally and, and how did you find value or how did you rationalize bringing people in-house? Sure. There's two things. One is the skill set. And so the biggest challenge I find without tasking is, is that, especially when you work with uh, some of the larger providers, you may get one resource one day and then another resource the next day, and then you've got to do the retraining. There's some inefficiency there. And then issue number two is time zones. And so a lot of the providers that I've dealt with historically, which was kind of, frankly kind of driven from my first company, were all from India. And at least in my case, from Canada to India is, is a 12 and a half hour time zone difference. And so effectively, you've got a few hours very few hours that actually overlap. And for me, that, that's extremely important. So I shifted all of my resources for this business to the Balkans, to basically Africa. And that way, from a time zone perspective, we've got a solid, you know, at least six or seven hours of overlap each day, which I think is really important. And so that was the second consideration. And, and I guess the, ultimately the, the third one is cost. And so when you're out tasking, you do pay a premium naturally, but as time progresses, once you build in the volume to actually offset the full-time resources, moving to full-time resources is definitely where it's at, I think. Number two, it gives you a bit more control and a bit more flexibility because all, all my resources, for the most part, have multiple skill sets. So I intentionally train them so that hire them based on having multiple skill sets so that I can actually have resilience within my team, which naturally is really important as you grow the team. I think, you know, as time progresses and you get to the 20, 30 people in your agency, you can start to hire just specific specialties. But in, in my case, I, I really need to have resilience and you get that by hiring people that have multiple skills. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So talk to me about managing SEO clients. How is that different than your web development or some of the other services that you provide? Sure. So the ads, generally speaking, are very clear. Got very clear reporting of the cost and the benefit. The website work is, generally speaking, one time. And then the ongoing reporting is simply, is my site up? Is it working? And then there's the ongoing conversation of, hey, we got to do some updates on this day. And do you have any tweaks or things like that? Could Because we do website maintenance as well. The website work is one time. And so you, de- you basically develop the scope, you know, you, you develop some inspiration, make sure that the, the, the organization is uh, supportive of where you would like to take the website. And then once you do that, you build it and then you've got some quality assurance and then some reviews and whatnot. And then you've got a transition period and then you deploy. But once it's in deploy mode, you're, you're, you're basically just, uh, it's a monthly billing kind of relationship. The SEO, on the other hand, is ex- uh, a lot more intense. And so at least from my, my methodology, which is what we use, and Guru, the most important thing is obviously continuously evolving those search phrases. And so, because ultimately all the SEO in your website should be driven by what people are searching. And so we behind the scenes, we do the keyword analysis. We're all constantly looking at competitors and the flow is really, um, we've got obviously the every month, beginning of the month, we're making sure that the search phrases that we want to target are correct. And then we work with the our content writers to basically come up with content ideas for each of the different businesses. And those content ideas are largely driven by keyword clusters and the keyword volume for the top keywords that we want to target. So the, that's kind of the beginning stages of the month. The second piece of it is, of course, the right in tandem, we need to start looking at new webmasters. And so depending on the, on the niche and how new the client is, usually there's a, a month or two kind of period where we're actually doing webmaster research to discern high DR, high traffic websites that we can actually get links from. And then we work with those, you know, basically do outreach to actually reach out to all of them to figure out, hey, like, would you actually be interested in actually posting a a post uh, for my client? Then the Anchor Text aligns and uh, basically the Anchor Text, everybody knows, I guess, uh, at least those in SEO that for the most part, you can't actually do exact match anymore. <laughs> doesn't uh, uh, for most of the organizations that are actually ranking the exact match. Anchor text doesn't just simply won't rank. And so, doing anchor text analysis to figure out what anchor text you want to actually target, and then effectively, you've got the webmasters coming in usually around the second week. You've got content that's coming in around the second week, and then you've got the anchor text that usually takes a few, potentially a day. Not, it doesn't usually take that long. And so, between those three things, they culminate on the second week which gives the outreach team time to actually take the drafted content, make sure the anchor text is appropriate. Of course, we're, uh, the URLs that we're targeting have been previously approved with our clients. Then it usually takes a week, you know, maybe a week and a half to actually get all of those links actually created. There's always a little bit of back and forth. You know, maybe the client doesn't like uh, gambling clients, which we, you know, we do a variety of different clients. Or maybe they require a thousand words of content for guest posts or Maybe they, they're only open to niche edits. And so each, every, every webmaster is different. So there's, frankly, a ton of back and forth with regard to that that occurs. And then those, the outreach actually gets done. And, and really, I'm, I'm just speaking of guest posts because it is very serial. But then we've got the reporting, which happens you know, basically at the end of the month. And so that the cycle just continues and continues and continues. And 
throughout, we're providing updates to the clients. For my larger clients, we have weekly meetings that actually go through the strategy, track the rankings, track the keywords. And then naturally, we're, we're delving into the on-page and the technical audits that we do. And the of course, the search console and all these other tools that you are fairly standard across the organization. So that monthly nonstop transparency, I think, is really key. And then alongside that is basically keeping internally, keeping track of all the different tasks within the team to make sure that all of the different skill sets are working together. The content team, the outreach team, the on-page SEO experts. And so all of that has to work together. What I'm hearing from you is that your other clients generally tend to be either very discreet. Here's what we provide. Here's what will be delivered. That's for advertising or sort of one-off project work. But SEO tends to be some of the longer relationships where you actually have to build a relationship with your client and talk about what your ongoing goals are going to be. There's never really quite that end objective. As you start to think about the value of your clients, do you think that SEO clients end up being more valuable or do you find that your other clients tend to be sort of better better deals for you? Currently, the majority of our revenue comes from SEO. And then number two would be web design. And then number three would probably be ads. And so the SEO certainly is ongoing and generally speaking, higher revenue. And as a result, it's higher profit. So yeah, no question. The SEO is definitely a, a big brunt of why we're here, really. And there you have it. SEO, the most profitable way that you can grow your agency. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jesse Tut, the founder and CEO of Guru SEO and Web Design Services. Join us again tomorrow when Jesse and I continue our conversation talking about the winning formula for landing pages. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jesse, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jesse Tut. That's J-E-S-S-E-T-U-T-T. Or you could visit his website, which is Guru SEO Services. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our show's handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap. B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing, 
marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 